As always, I want to thank everyone who's been supportive of this channel with prayers, thoughts, and encouragement. It is a true blessing to me, and I really appreciate it. So I ask you to please continue to pray for me and my family. And I want to bless each one of you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May the Lord continue to bless, protect, and guide you and your families. As always, I'm here not on my own behalf and on my own merit, but I'm here to share the wisdom that I receive from the Lord, both as visions, words, and reading of His Holy Word. For it is His Word, our authority. Not me, not another man or woman. And I encourage you to go to His Word for all truth. Now, however, I want to remind everyone what we are taught in Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. For in those two verses, we recognize that when we have sin in our lives, intentional sin, that is what First John calls sin unto death, we are separating ourselves from God. And so when we go to his word, but we maintain sin or leaven in our home, that separation does not allow for the Holy Spirit to teach you all that he has for you to understand. And so the encouragement is to study Isaiah 59 verses 1 and 2, to study Exodus 12 and understand the bread of life, then return with humbleness and meekness to the Lord, seeking and asking for wisdom as we are commanded in Matthew 7, 7. And then we will receive the true teachings from the Lord. The wisdom I want to share today is something quite incredible. It's what the Lord showed me and taught me about the episode of the adulterous woman. And when the Lord himself wrote on the ground, as many have asked for this teaching, which I have shared in my Zoom services, which I hold every weekend on Saturdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which you are invited to attend. I have shared that teaching before, but I will share it here as well. So please take notes, pause the video when you need, and most importantly, study the scripture along. In order to understand the John 8 teaching on the adulterous woman, we're going to have to go first to Jeremiah 31, 31. And this is where the Lord is giving Israel a new covenant. Jeremiah 31, 31, the Lord says, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Verse 32, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers. It is a new covenant, not the same covenant he made with the house of their fathers. In the day that I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. The first thing to understand here is a new covenant, not according to the same covenant he made with them when they came out of Egypt. And they received the law written in stone given to Moses. And the Lord then says, which my covenant they break. This explains how Israel broke the covenant that he made with them in the desert. 
although, says the Lord, I was a husband unto them, says the Lord. Notice that in this case, he's telling us that he was a husband to Israel. Because Israel broke the covenant, which he just told us, which my covenant they break, it makes Israel what? An adulterous woman. He's about to write a new covenant with Israel. He was a husband to them, says the Lord. Therefore, Israel was an adulterous woman. Now, verse 33 says, But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. This makes it clear that the new covenant is no longer written in stone. Pay attention to the word stone, but it's now written in the hearts of the people directly. There are going to receive a new covenant, they were an adulterous woman, but now they receive a new covenant. Now, verse 34, Jeremiah 31, 34 says, And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. This is an indication there will be no more man teaching another man but this will be directly written in their hearts. Now, we do know and understand from John 14 that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things, as I explained at the beginning of this video. So let's continue and pay attention. For it says, For they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. This is a clear new statement in which the Lord will write the law, his law, in the hearts. There will no, be no more need for teachers to teach the law because that will be in the hearts. And the iniquities will be forgiven. So let's pay attention, write down these pieces as we now go and see what happens in John 8? Now, in John 8, verse 1, it says, Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. This is a clear reference of the Lord Jesus going up onto the Mount. We know that Moses went up unto Mount Sinai to receive the law. So we begin to see the immediate connections. And early in the morning, verse 2, John 8, verse 2, he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. Verse 3, And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when had set her in the midst, then said unto him, Master, this woman was taken adultery in the very act. Verse 5, Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned, but what say is thou? Notice and understand that the specific reference to an adulterous woman, we have seen Jeremiah 31, the law of Moses, we've seen Jeremiah 31, and in verse 1, we've seen the, the Lord going up onto the Mount of Olives, just like Moses went down to Mount Sinai. Verse 6, John 8, This they say, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. 
But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he hurt them not. So the Lord writes on the ground, not necessarily sand, but ground the first time. Now notice how they are bringing the adulterous woman asking a question. This breaks the law to begin with, for they were supposed to stone her according to their law without asking anyone. So why would they ask in breaking, doing this, they're already breaking their own law. Notice also that the Lord is not hearing them. And what do we say at the very beginning of this video? Praise God. Isaiah 59 verse 1 and 2. The Lord is not hearing them because of their own sinfulness. Now it says in verse 7, John 8. So when they continue asking him, he lifted him up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, amongst you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground, John 8, 8. So as we continue on and verse 9 says, And they which heard it being convicted by their own conscience. Notice the exact relationship to what? To Jeremiah 31. It is a law written in stone, but now is a new covenant, and their own conscience is convicting them. Went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Verse 10. When Jesus had lifted himself up, and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Had no man condemned you? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Now notice and understand that in this particular case, the adulterous woman represents Israel. And the man who are accusing her are Pharisees, which are condemned by the law because they all weren't following the law. They are all hypocrites. So how do we know that this is correct? And this is the mind-blowing part. It's because the Lord goes ahead and writes this on the ground. And he writes it twice. But the word ground in Greek is gen, which means ground. But most importantly means the inhabitants of the land. He is writing this new covenant in their hearts. He is writing the new covenant in the hearts of the inhabitant of the land. This is mind-blowing because we see the adulterous woman represents Israel. And he's forgiving her as he's writing the new covenant in this exact specific episode of John 8. The new covenant is written. For all those who think the new covenant is not yet being written, it is written. And then it's being stamped and sanctified and completed on the cross with his blood. And that's why he said it is finished. But the covenant is written in John 8 on the ground, but it's not ground, whereas the ground is the inhabitants of the land. This is incredible. It's mind-blowing. And that is why the adulterous woman is forgiven and told to do what? to sin no more. I hope this message was encouraging and I ask all of you again to continue to pray for this ministry. 
I am going to continue to post new material as well as I will be broadcasting our live Zoom services as much as possible. Now, I don't broadcast a full service, but just a small portion of the teaching. And so I invite everyone to continue to join us. Just send an email and I will add you to the list. We are here to share the wisdom we receive from the Lord. I don't know the day or the hour. This is not for us to know, but we are given discernment and wisdom. We're not here to watch out in the sky and sit on the porch and do nothing. But this is a time to go out and share the gospel, to return to the Lord, and yes, to repent, which means to turn back to the Lord. As we see in John 20th, Mary Magdalene does that twice. It means turning your full attention, your full heart to the Lord. Ask Him to show you and teach you the truth as we're commanded in Matthew 7, 7. And it is a commandment. Only when we ask, we're going to be able to receive. I hope this message was a blessing. May the Lord continue to bless and protect each one of you. In Jesus' name, amen.